Apparently, Joe Biden is a pathological liar, which is the only time you'll hear the word logical and Joe Biden in the same sentence. <laughs> What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. Thanks so much for joining me today. I am broadcasting live from Katriot Outpost Delta Whiskey. And we have, you know, we're just going to jump right into it today. There's so much going on with this Devin Archer testimony. Yesterday, we reported um, we reported, well, I think in the in the podcast that Devin Archer was being called to testify in front of the House uh, Oversight Committee, Jim Comer leading that up. And one of the things that happened over the weekend was, was the current weaponization of the government by Joe Biden and the DOJ and everyone else. I mean, think about this. Here's a guy, your son's best friend forever, your son's business partner, a guy that you used to uh, get in touch with all of these, uh, you know, oligarchs and monarchs and kleptocracies, which is a word Joe Biden always have trouble pronouncing so that you could get millions and millions of dollars by selling your influence, your, your influence to foreign agents who wanted, you know, to infiltrate the United States of America and the highest levels of its government. And you thought, Hey, I have access to that. I could use a couple mil. Yeah. Hook it up, Devin. Um, and Devin, you know, worked with their son forever. They sat on the board of Burisma together. They were in meetings together at a business together. It was a shell company to funnel money through, but you know, quote unquote business, air quote, air quotes business. I guess a criminal business is still really a business. You probably just don't have, um, you probably just don't have the best health care. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> that's why they had to come up with Obamacare. Oh, that's why they had to come up with Obamacare. That makes perfect sense now. That's perfect. Joe Biden was like, hey, uh, you know, my son is a criminal. And he's getting all this money for me and I've got government health care, but he doesn't. Oh, Barack, we got to come up with something. So they came up with Obamacare for all the criminals in Joe Biden's family uh, that couldn't get their own health plan because their shell companies didn't have didn't have any kind of PPO. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Devin Archer. So Vi Devin Archer finally gets called up in front of the committee and he's got to he's got to testify under oath. And Joe Biden, after all these years of benefiting off of Devin Archer and and all these years of friendship between Joe Biden's son, Hunter and Devin Archer, uh, Joe Biden decides, you know, the only way to keep this guy from testifying because he could burn it all down. If there's one guy who could burn it all down, it's Devin Archer. If there's one guy who could just put the nail in the coffin, it's this guy right here. And so Joe Biden decides, hey, we should have him arrested. If he's arrested, he can't testify. And that's what happened over the weekend. Oh, on Saturday, <laughs> on Saturday, the DOJ sent a letter. The attorney general sent a letter to uh, Devin Archer saying, or to a judge rather saying, hey, we need Devin Archer behind bars. Um, can't tell you why. Uh, but of course, it would, thanks to social media, that got, that got, that whole narrative got exploded. And Devin Archer was able to go um, for his for his swearing in yesterday, and it didn't go well for Joe Biden or Hunter Biden or anyone else, because Devin Archer basically testified that Joe Biden is a liar, a big liar, like the lying is liar, whoever lied. I mean, we all kind of knew that we had our, we, I mean, we knew, we speculated, sure, we had some, we had some ideas. We've seen the WhatsApp message where Hunter Biden was threatening that Chinese businessman. I'm, I'm here with my father and he's going to ruin you. I'm sitting here next to my father and he's going to use all of his influence and not my ability to hold a grudge forever. And you better get us that money or else my father is going to do what he does best, which is, I don't know, blackmail you, threaten you, destroy your life if you don't pay him off, all those things. Um, so we know that every time Joe Biden talked about not talking to his son about business or not being involved in his son's business, we know that was a lie. Uh, Breitbart reports 
Hunter Biden's best friend in business, Devin Archer, told House investigators that Hunter Biden included then-Vice President Joe Biden on speakerphone over 20 times with business associates to sell, quote, the brand, okay? Now, again, I've never run for political office. I've never been a politician. I've never been a senator or vice president or president. But I do know a little bit about branding. <laughs> I know a little bit about marketing. I know a little bit about how to sell something. And I know that if you want to sell something, then you've got to prove that you have the thing to sell. I mean, you don't have to unless you're a snake oil salesman. But if you're out there and you're trying to tell people like, say, oh, I don't know, at Burisma, I know you guys got legal troubles, but my dad, the vice president, it, for the right price, can fly on in here, threaten the president of the country, get this prosecutor fired, shake off all of the, you know, shake off all the stank of this company. And you and me and everyone else will all be, you know, we'll all be, uh, we'll all be hunky dory for the rest of our lives. It's just going to cost you five mil to me and five mil to him. And, oh, you got to put me and Devin on the board and, uh, you know, $83,000 per month. And, and, you know, and, and it's really interesting because that's how the narrative kind of changed. If you think about, it, especially with Barisma. At first, at least I was led to believe, or I think the way it was instructed to me was Hunter Biden was on the board of this company. And then the company got investigated. And in order to save his son from getting prosecuted, in order to save Hunter's reputation, Joe Biden went into the Ukraine. Joe Biden threatened the president with the billion dollars of taxpayer funded relief. You know, I'll give you the I got a billion dollars for you, but you don't get it unless you fire this prosecutor. And then remember, he said, zombitch, that guy was fired. Well, I, that's not the case. This whole thing was a setup from the beginning. Hunter Biden just wasn't working for Burisma. And then there was a legal investigation. And then the prosecutor needed to be fired. No, what happened was Burisma was always a corrupt company. Burisma always had trouble with the uh, the law in Ukraine. They They wanted to, they had these ideas, these grand visions of expanding into the United States of America. But if they were under investigation in their home country, what nobody going to invest? Nobody wanted any part of that. And so then they went out and they hired Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. They put them on the board. Then they said, what is it going to take to get the big guy to come in here and throw his weight around? What's it going to take to get your dad to do whatever he can, use the full power of the United States government and the Barack Obama administration and everything else that he's got. What's it going to take to get him to do all that for us? Um, and the answer was simple, $10 million, <laughs> $5 million to me, $5 million to him, bada bing, bada boom. They're all set and the legal troubles are all over, or so they thought. Now they may be, they may be resurfacing. So it wasn't that Hunter Biden was already on the board. It was that Hunter Biden was placed there as a way to solve the problem that they had, uh, like a soldier of misfortune. If you will, like he's a, he's one of these negative consultants that goes in and, um, you know, like a fixer, basically, that's what they were. Uh, and Joe Biden now has done this 20 times. Um, Joe Biden, you know, or I'm sorry, Hunter Biden will find somebody around the world who needs help from the United States government. He'll say, let's go to dinner and they'll go to dinner and he'll say, all right, here's the deal. My dad can help you out or my dad will introduce you to this person or my dad will get you what you need, but it's going to cost you this much money. And the people go, how do we know your father is going to do this. How do we know that this is legit? How do we, we hear you crack it? How do we know you even speak to father? And so then Hunter goes, okay. Beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop, boop. Ring, 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 ring. And then Joe goes, 
Hey, bud, what's up? It's dad. I love you. How you doing? And under goes, oh, dad, here. I'm here at dinner with some friends. Just say hi. And he goes, hey, guys, how's it going? And they go, hello, Mr. Vice President. Nice to talk to you. All right, dad, we got to go. Bye. Love you. Love you, too, son. Click. And then he looks at the guy and goes, there you go. That's my dad. He loves me. He'll do whatever I say. Give me the money. And they go, fine, we give money. But again, I imagine there are some people who are skeptical. So if Hunter Biden did this, according to Devin Archer, under oath, at least 20 times, not every time was it as cordial or innocent as that. These these meetings where Joe Biden would run into Hunter Biden's friends at dinner and they would talk about the weather, according to Devin Archer. I'm sure at one point somebody said, Mr. Vice President, how do we know you can do what we need to do? I mean, there had to have been talk of business at least once. We um, we just need to keep digging until we find the record. Uh, Archer confirmed Joe Biden attended a business dinner with Hunter Biden and business associates at Cafe Milano in Washington, D.C. in 2014. Yelena Batorina, the billionaire ex-wife of Moscow's longtime mayor, also attended the dinner. Republican investigators revealed Batorina transferred $3.5 million to Hunter's company Rosemont Seneca Thornton on February 14th, 2014. It's a nice little Valentine's Day gift, isn't it? You think that was just like a, you think that was just her way of saying, be my Valentine Hunter? No, it wasn't. It was $3.5 million for God knows what. But it was shortly after, shortly after Joe Biden attended a business dinner with Hunter and her. So Joe Biden walks into the room says hello, they have dinner, and then on Valentine's Day, Hunter receives $3.5 million from the uh, former wife of Moscow's mayor. This is how it worked. Hunter was basically, uh, he was the the rainmaker, if you will. He would go out and say, look, you got a problem. You got a big problem, but we can fix it. I know the guy who can fix it. Give me the money, and I'll get him to do the work. And that's all he did. He probably just, you know, texted his dad a list of the, okay, here's what we need this to be. The Burisma needs help with the prosecutor. Got to get him fired, yada, yada, yada. And, and Joe went to town. I mean, think about it as vice president. And we always joke about this, but it's true. As vice president, there's really nothing to do. Vice president has notoriously been the least important job in the government. You're just basically sitting around waiting for the president to die. And you have no official, there's no official title. There's no official uh, jobs. There's no official description. You're just there waiting in case you're needed. And you're needed if the president should die. Or maybe if he's having like a major surgery and he's got to go under for 18 hours, you know, you transfer the power. That happened, remember, with um, with Kamala. She was basically president for like seven hours, the worst seven hours in this country's history. Um, but, you know, and, and that's it. And so, and that's why recently... I mean, there have been some, there have been some, like Dick Cheney was a very powerful vice president, but recently there have been these, these, these moves to give vice presidents these BS positions or give them some kind of hobby to take care of them. When Joe Biden was president, (laughs) Barack Obama, (laughs) I'm sorry, when Joe Biden was vice president, this is how it, this is how menial and ridiculous this job is. And everybody in Washington knows it. Joe Biden, when he was vice president, was probably just milling around the White House just annoying people with his folksy tales of corn pop and hairy legs and the back in the day in Scranton stuff that probably never actually happened, but he didn't care because he was Joe Biden and he just loved to, he just loved to spin a yarn, you know? And so Barack probably was annoyed with him. He was like, Joe, 
You know, I'm not, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put you in charge curing cancer. And and Joe Biden was put in charge. I mean, you want to talk about it. this is this is clearly a keep out of my way, go make yourself busy somewhere else kind of task. Joe Biden, who can't do anything, old Joe Biden, old back then, is told by the president, I'm gonna put you in charge of curing cancer. The the so far incurable, most incurable disease we have. Go cure cancer, Joe. That's your job. Clearly, he was trying to get him away from the office. He was like, go do something. Here's an impossible task. It's like when my scoutmaster told me to go find a left-handed smoke shifter. Or they sent me snipe hunting. You know, all those little gags that they do. <laughs> all those little gags that they do. Anywho, so uh, so that's how insignificant this job is. So Joe Biden had to fill his time. And Joe Biden said, you know what? If I'm not going to... If I'm not going to have any official capacity here, if I'm not doing anything really with my time, and if and if Barack's going to put me on these BS cancer curing missions, then I'm going to at least make the most of it. I'm going to I'm going to sock away a few million dollars for me and my family while I still can. Uh, there's more in this article. The Biden administration sanctions list includes Russian oligarch Baterina, as Breitbart News reported in 2014. Archer and Hunter Biden both joined the board of Burisma, a Ukrainian energy company with legal challenges as it was under investigation for wrongdoing. This is what we discussed before. Burisma hired them while they were already under investigation. Burisma paid Hunter Biden $83,000 a month to sit on its board. And then we all know, we all know how that turned out. Uh, Devin Archer's testimony. This is, who is this? This is Comer, I believe. Uh, Devin Archer's testimony today confirms Joe Biden lied to the American people when he said he had no knowledge about his son's business dealings and was not involved. James Comer said in a statement, um, that is 100% not true. Another story from Breitbart, Pollock, Devin, this is, uh, uh, this is, what's the name? Oh, wait, hold on. My computer's all locked up now. Uh, Joel Pollock, Devin Archer testimony provides evidence of bribery implicating Joe Biden. The closed door testimony Monday of former Hunter Biden associate Devin Archer has produced evidence implicating President Joe Biden in a bribery scheme in which a foreign company paid his son in return for saving its brand from legal peril, which goes back to the whole branding idea. I mean, this is, this is 100% the most damaging testimony we have so far. And this testimony came from the previous testimony, came from the laptop information, came from the emails. It's all being pieced together. And we know that this is, we know that Devin Archer was always going to be the smoking gun. We know that this was going to be a problem for the Bidens because they tried to put the guy in jail to keep him from testifying, further weaponizing the government against their allies, and even going so far as to imprison, I'm sorry, against their adversaries, and even going so far as to potentially imprison their allies to keep them from turning, you know, turning state's evidence, which is exactly what it looks like happened here. Anyway, there's a lot more to this story that we're going to cover. We're going to get into all of this later on uh, on the Marquee show today, uh, noon Eastern, 11 Central. We have a bunch of other stories that are popping up. Donald Trump continues to dominate. Ron DeSantis did an interview with Brett Bayer, which a lot of folks are talking about, and they're saying it was uh, it may prove that there's a lot of stress and anxiety uh, in the Ron DeSantis in the Ron DeSantis campaign. Plus, Kamala Harris, she is she's was put um, she came face to face with her poll results. And the answer she gave was, well, it was typical Kamala Harris. We'll play you all those things. We've got a ton of other stories we got to get to. We'll take some of your phone calls and open mic messages too. Make sure you're tuning in on any of our Patriot Radio Network radio stations. Or if you want to stream us, you can stream us anywhere we stream. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. We're all over the place. 
But this Devin Archer story is a big story. This is where Joe Biden's life begins to change for the worse, as does Hunter's. And remember, that guy was a crackhead for a while. Also, it does mean that probably Donald Trump, if he's not indicted today, will be indicted tomorrow or Thursday. Because this Devin Archer testimony, again, sheds a very negative light on Joe Biden, a very negative light on his entire family. And it's it's proving more and more that there is corruption afoot in Joe Biden's administration and that this guy has been involved with his entire family in a major criminal uh, conspiracy to defraud the United States of America and blackmail um, some of our rich enemies and really sell access to the highest levels of government for the Biden's own personal gain. Um, and they can't have that in the media, especially when Joe Biden's enjoying his beach vacation. So yes, another Trump indictment probably within the next 24 hours is, uh, is almost a guarantee. Listen, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for downloading this podcast. I hope it, we were able to give you a little bit of information, a little bit of in, insight into what's been going on the last couple of days in Washington, D.C., and we will continue to do that. We'll continue to let you know uh, what's going on with your enemies, how they're trying to attack you, how you can fight back, and how we can all save the republic.